Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Class of 44 Ring by Patricia E. Watts The last of the greatest generation are leaving us now, those Americans who did already offer their lives in the last full measure of devotion during the horrors of World War II. Those who died and those who survived made sacrifices at enormous personal costs for our freedom today. But when the outcome was far from certain, we desperately needed more and more of our young men to serve. James Scott Weinbrenner, Jr., a rising senior at Clemson College, was one who so willingly enlisted. He was a well-liked young man who had just received his Clemson Class of 44 ring. He left his footprints on the soil of his beloved college for three years. He would hence leave his footprints on the soil of the battlefield instead and his blood. Jimmy was the only son in his family, the only one to carry forward the name. The army sent his company to Belgium, where he was assigned to rooting out German soldiers entrenched and hidden, just waiting to meet their enemy in return. Jimmy and five others went on just such patrol. Three men came back. Three men did not. Jimmy was one of the three killed that night. His mother grieved terribly for her son. The only thing she had left of value besides her memories and photos was his class of 44 ring. After the war, she was determined to track down the three survivors of that patrol. It took her two years. She wanted them to tell her just what happened to her son that fateful night, no matter how hard it would be to hear those words. She found two of the three survivors, and both men wrote to her. One of the letters described the encounter. I am going to give you the straight facts about your son without any exception, as a soldier would like to be talked about. Our training was very rugged, as you know, the infantry is the toughest branch of the whole army. The big day finally did come, and believe me, we were all scared. Our division, the 75th, was thrown right in the biggest and most bloody battle of the war. Your son paid for it in his blood, as many thousands of other young lads did. It was cold up in Belgium, and the snow was deep. We fought the Germans with all our might. I hate to tell you this, but I am going to, Mrs. Weinbrenner, for you just want to know how it happened. Your son was killed on a patrol one night after we captured a town in Belgium from the Germans. We were asked to send a patrol into the German lines to find out how strongly held their positions were. Six men went on this patrol. 
As our patrol reached the entrance of the town, we were opened up on by German machine guns. We hit the ground, hoping the cover of darkness would protect us. We started to fire back as we were slowly going back to our own lines. Three of our boys were killed out of this six-man patrol, your son Jimmy being one. But we didn't just pay with our blood. Because the next day we took the town and we found about five Germans dead where we all fired at their positions. Of course, we found Jimmy's body, which was very hard to recognize after being shot up by a machine gun all through his head and body. I know he didn't suffer, Mrs. Weinbrenner, because he was killed instantly. We were all sick, but as you know, war is war. I know it is hard on you, but you wanted to know what was what, and I know Jimmy would want it this way, too. God will take good care of him. So, Mrs. Weinbrenner, you and thousands of other mothers that lost your sons fought the very greatest war of all by giving your own flesh and blood so that victory was achieved. After the war, the ring lay idle for many years, stored along with the letters from the men on patrol and not far from the heart of Jimmy's mother. When her granddaughter's husband from the class of 56 lost his own Clemson ring, Jimmy's mother gave him the class of 44 ring to wear. The ring had set idle long enough. Smith Chance proudly wore that ring until he passed away in 2008. Then once again, the ring set idle. A great-great-grandson is now a rising senior at Clemson University. For the past three years, he too has left his footprints on that campus. And now it is time for his Clemson ring to be worn. His will be a little different from his classmates' rings, of course. His will be the ring from the class of 44. Copyright 2022, Patricia E. Watts. Patricia E. Watts lives in Mountville, South Carolina, where the love of local and family history has given her a passion to write stories to pass down to her children. She has found through stories of tragedies, tears, and triumphs, and even mysteries, that she has a rich heritage worth telling. Four of her stories have appeared in previous personal story publishing project anthologies, a real small town in that southern thing, the paired stories Sometimes the Prize Goes to the Wrong Person and the Orphan Train in Luck and Opportunity, and Chancing the Buddy System in Trouble. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.